and just say, God, am I holding any resentment or bitterness towards my ex um, that's going to prevent or hinder me from receiving the blessings that you have for this new marriage? Thank you for joining us for the Blended Kingdom Families podcast. This podcast is for blended families, the people who love them, and anyone who just wants to improve their marriage and family relationships. BKF exists to break the cycle of divorce, equip marriages, and unite blended families with the truth of God's Word. It is our hope that today you will receive biblical guidance and practical resources that will bring unity and peace to create your thriving, healthy home. Let's jump in. Hey guys, Scott and Vanessa with Blended Kingdom Families. Welcome to the podcast. We are so excited you're here. If you haven't already, like, share, comment, subscribe. I feel like there's a beat to that. A beat. Boom, boom, boom. To the podcast, if you're listening on Audible, I said you're awesome last time. I'm going to say we love you this time. Um, You can go to our YouTube channel and you can pick up the full podcast in video format and you can see us live here in studio. Uh, But we're excited to be bringing you session three, part three, whatever you want to call it, yes. of our uh, series on the church and blended families. If you didn't catch one and two, they are last week and the week before. Yes. Uh, so you can go and catch up and get to us, uh, get to where we are today. Um, but it's really been uh, an exciting uh, opportunity to bring this topic. It really has. I mean, it's deep. It's it, It's got a lot of tentacles to it. And it's... Yeah. Sometimes it's sometimes it's we, heavy. I mean, yeah. it's it's heavy. It's a heavy topic. It's a topic that people don't want to talk about. No, it yeah. and talk about. But you know, again, and and you've said this the last two podcast episodes at the beginning. You know, this is not to bring on condemnation or shame or to speak down upon you know the church or pastors or anything like that at all. It is simply having the conversation to bring about an awareness and just opportunities that we have as pastors, mm. leaders, servants. Um, to, you know, to minister to blended families who are a huge part of society. Um, and you've heard me say it before. I believe it's one of the greatest untapped ministries inside of the church. And so, yeah. um, you know, again, you guys, we just want to bring an awareness about it. And we just want to present opportunities, um, you know, to the church to be able to support and equip their blended families. Yeah, we want people to run to the church for answers, mm-hmm. not away from it. Yep. Um, and so I believe, and just like you said, an amazing opportunity uh, to minister to a group of people that may not feel worthy of being there. And that, man, as a Christian, I mean, we are called to show grace, show love, yeah. show Jesus's love. So I think this is a great opportunity to do that. Absolutely. Uh, today's topic is going to be heavier than the last two, because this is the way we roll. Uh, but we're going to be talking about... Um, how the church feels about divorce and what what the Bible says to us post uh, encourages us post divorce, mm-hmm. um, and we talked about this. Uh, and again, we're kind of going back and forth talking about previous episodes, but it, it really adds to the context of what we're going to talk about today. Um, church loves, and we and we do love to celebrate any type of opportunity where Jesus's love is shined through. Uh, and we talk, and we and there's great ministries. There's there's uh, singles. homeless singles. Um, you know, young married, there's prison ministries. Um, but divorce, recovery, and remarriage really are looked down on a lot. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest. I mean, I don't, I don't want to tiptoe around the subject. Uh, in the church that I grew up in, it, it wasn't celebrated. Right. Uh, and remarriage and uh, people who have gone through that were were not exactly welcome. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of those people left the church. Mm-hmm. And, um, and a lot of them have church wounds because of it. Mm-hmm. And I just think... 
if anything, it's time not to be silent. Yeah. Um, because I just don't believe uh, that's what we're called to do. Absolutely. But I do believe there's uh, some type, there's at least some reason mm-hmm. why maybe the church is a little silent about this. Yeah. You know, and we actually talk about this in the book and yeah. we talk about, you know, why, why so silent? Why is the church so silent? And, you know, from what we have discovered from speaking with different pastors and leaders mm-hmm. um, within the church, within the congregations, is that it's hard to find a balance between grace and truth because mm-hmm. you hear of congregations that are very grace filled, but they lack the right amount of truth. Yeah. And then you hear of congregations that, you know, they, it's like slapping, you know, the truth across the face and they lack the grace. And so when you have this uneven balance, it can cause people um, to leave the church. And so, you know, you know, we want to push towards truth. Um, Divorce people, you know, divorce people will feel shame and they might not return. You know, if, if, if when we're talking about God's truth, Mm. um, you know, we can still present it with love and with grace because this is the truth. You know, scripture tells us not to add to and not to take away from. So, you know, what the Bible says, this is what we are to, um, this is our roadmap for life. So we don't want to take away from it, but we can still present the gospel in love and in Mm -hmm. grace um, and in his truth. And so, you know, oftentimes I've heard a lot of people, and you even said, Scott, growing Mm -hmm. up that, um, you know, the way it was presented to you, you know, like you said, it, it was, it came across very shameful because, you know, if you if your family was in remarriage or you experienced divorce or even past sins that you may have committed, mm. um, you know, people were shamed, um, into those things. Um, but you know, if you push too hard, you know, towards grace, it might upset, um, what, you know, we've referred to as more maybe traditional members. Mm-hmm. And so again, it's, it's finding mm. that, um, it's finding that unique balance of, you know, how, how can we still speak God's truth mm. and still give grace to those who need it? Yeah. So many times, you know, first of all, let's just, let's, let's kind of step this into. So a lot of times, even the topic of marriage is not discussed in church, mm-hmm. which I, um, I think is an opportunity because there's yeah. so many marriages in the church and Absolutely. I don't care where you are in your walk. Marriage is hard period. Yeah. And it needs a lot of prayer and it needs a lot of community support. So, uh, but a lot of churches don't even talk about marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and maybe that's a reason, you know, they're like, we can't talk about one because we're not going to talk about the other. I, right. I, I don't know, but I know marriage ministry is, is not exactly in every place. Right. But, most of the times, and I'm going to use the, I don't want to use the word most, like I don't have a statistical data point to back up like 88%. They don't. So I'm just going to use a, a generalization. But when most people talk about divorce in church, mm-hmm. it's really just to warn against. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you do this, you'll get that. Mm-hmm. You know, if you do this, mm-hmm. you'll get that. Um, and, and this is just how I interpret that. Mm-hmm. Um, this is my personal view and the way, um, but there is no unforgivable sin under Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, period. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't know how else yeah. to keep following this up. Mm-hmm. But repentance is real. Mm-hmm. Forgiveness is absolute, mm-hmm. and Jesus loves everyone who who follows in that. Mm-hmm. So I, I find it really hard to kind of accept that you know you can't. 
just talk about divorce being the absolute and not encourage forgiveness, not encourage healing, not encouraging, you know, people to be uh, blessed in their new marriage. Absolutely. And, you know, we have a couple of scriptures here. Um, and the, the one, you know, and I love this verse, it's in first John one nine, and it says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And that's mm. even the sting of divorce. Yeah. You know, that's the sting of, even if you were the guilty party in mm. your divorce, maybe you were the person that caused, you know, physical abuse, emotional abuse. Um, you know, maybe you were the person that had an affair, yeah. um, whatever that may be, you know, when we seek deep repentance and seek out holiness in Christ, mm-hmm. we are forgiven of our sins. And again, um, I love pastor Jimmy says, you know, there's no unforgivable sin. Mm. Um, and you know, we, uh, God gives, you know, forgiveness. It's given in so much abundance, but it's yet the one thing that we all don't give enough of, yeah. you know, and we want to hold on to people's mm. past mistakes and we want to, um, mm. it's almost like sometimes you want to keep them there, yeah. you know, um, out of your own resentment or anger or bitterness, maybe that they've cost you. Yeah. Well, we are not Christ. No. And, and, and a lot of times, you know, we can't, in our own minds, get to that point. Yeah. Let me read a couple of the scriptures. Psalm 103, 12, as far as the East is from the West, so far as he's removed all our transgressions from us. And in Romans 8, therefore there is no condemnation in those who are in Jesus Christ, our Christ Jesus. Um, east to West, he has removed our transgressions. Mm-hmm. And I know we talk about this in our podcast with Pastor Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk about, you know, can God bless our second marriage? Yeah. And and I think that question has been a continuous question that we get All in the ministry. Time. And a lot of blended families live with that question. Yeah. And so we answered, or Pastor Jimmy answered that question, mm-hmm. and we want to, let's, let's recap that answer for them. Just mm-hmm. so if you're listening to this, or maybe you're a pastor listening to this, and you're like, okay, what do I, what do I need to know here? Mm-hmm. Um, his answer and the answer that we talked about on the podcast is yes, he can. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't mean that he will mm-hmm. because there are steps that need to be followed. Yeah. There is repentance that needs, there is, yes. there is forgiveness that needs to be sought mm-hmm. in order for you to move past what's happened, yeah. move into uh, an area where God is blessing your marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't happen automatically, and it doesn't happen without an action step of what has happened before. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the same same voice, you know, a lot of times you may not have done anything to cause the divorce. You may have been the person who that was done to, mm-hmm. and God can absolutely bless uh, your second marriage. Yeah. And I think speaking, you know, on the opposite side mm-hmm. for those who maybe those things were done to, and yeah. they weren't necessarily the guilty party in the divorce, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you were the one that was abused. Maybe mm-hmm. you were the one that was on the opposite side of your spouse committing the adultery. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, God, you know, and just all of his grace and mercifulness, um, you know, we we still need to to offer that forgiveness to those who have hurt us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and I think that's a big part of our part in it as well. You know, even mm-hmm. though we were the victim, you know, we still want to make sure that our hearts are clean mm. towards those who, that have caused that because unforgiveness is a sin. Yeah. 
And so we need to, you know, again, you know, like you said, for those, you know, who, who want God to bless their marriage as we're, as someone who didn't cause the divorce, you know, and maybe you're walking into remarriage, you know, you still want God to bless your marriage as well. But I would take that time to just sit with him Mm. and do that heart check and just say, God, am I holding any resentment or bitterness towards Mm. my ex um, that's going to prevent or hinder me from receiving Mm. the blessings that you have for this new marriage? Yeah, and I think as the the church, I mean, these are and these are a little bit more in line with some of the programs that we have seen offered at churches. You yeah. know, uh, programs for freedom and mm-hmm. for healing, and uh, and and we talk a lot about forgiveness, and we talk a lot about you know that process of forgiveness. Um, and I just don't think it could be understated enough. Yeah. I mean, we we want to live in 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 a in a way that that God looks at us and says, hey, they're doing the right things. They're yeah. moving in the right direction. Um, and divorce is so painful. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people think, well, as long as the door is closed and as long as I don't have to, maybe I don't have to talk about it, maybe the, the church doesn't have to talk about it, I can move forward in my life. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's a big missed opportunity to go back and reexamine. Yeah, no, I agree. I think you know, anytime you're entering into a new marriage or, you know, you're thinking about it, you're dating, mm. you know, we, that, that's a part of healing that, and, and, and I think the freedom process, mm. you know, we talk a lot about, um, you know, preparing to blend and mm. how, and what that looks like. And a lot of that is dealing with the past or the things of our past, yeah. you know, and working through those things as best we can so that those things don't explode or implode, yeah. you know, in our new marriage and blended family. And so I think that's a great point, Scott, that, that you brought up. Well, and I think churches can look at this and go, okay, yeah. you know, um, because we're trying, we're really ultimately trying to find some opportunity here, and yeah. we're looking at going. Okay, and if you're a pastor and you're re- and you're listening to this and you're like, okay, I mean, I can give a whole sermon series on remarriage, yeah. um, but something that we just talked about was offering, you know, programs in uh, forgiveness and healing and looking at things like inner vows and things that we know mm-hmm. hinder us from what God wants for us in our marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those may be other opportunities to look at. Oh yeah. Um, and again, we've done now three sessions on the church and blended families, and mm-hmm. we've talked about the, uh, amazing opportunity. We've talked about stories that we've, um, you know, people have entrusted us with, mm-hmm. uh, and some of the, the wounds that they've had, yeah. uh, you know, personally we, we've experienced this, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and our goal is just to bring this as a highlighted topic mm-hmm. to whoever's listening. Yeah. If you're a pastor, great. If you just attend a church and mm-hmm. they don't have resources, mm-hmm. you said this in our last episode, you know, pick it up and go, Yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, I just want to say, I, I think the church needs to wake up. Like, I think it's time. Yeah. Like, I think that it's a topic that has been far too long pushed under the rug. And I'm going to get a little passionate here because it has. Yeah. And I think that there are families and that there are marriages suffering. We see it every single day and nobody's talking about it and no one's doing anything about it. Hmm. So let's be the church, y'all. Because as the body, we have like gangrene in some of our limbs. Hmm. We have infections going on. And if we seek the healer, if we seek the source, if we seek the great physician, and if we really truly call ourselves disciples and 
you know, shepherds and these stewards. Let's grab a hold of these people. Let's bring them in and let's love on them. Okay. You know, let's stop the shaming. Let's stop the, the condemning, Mm. you know, and let's love on them and let's just love them right where they're at and let's show them the love of Jesus. And so I just wanted to say that because I think it just needed to be said. Yeah. So I agree. Well, guys, we're going to talk uh, in our last session about the opportunity. And, um, you know, if you missed what just happened, maybe you should go back and watch that again because that was very powerful. Um, finish of session three. Yeah. Part three. Yeah. Of a four-part session on the church and plenty of families. Mm-hmm. Tune in next week for the conclusion. We're going to talk about the opportunity. We're going to talk about embracing that opportunity. Yeah. Um, and it probably going to get a little heated. So we're going to have some fun with it. All right. So you guys have a wonderful day. Hope you enjoyed it. See you next week. Be blessed in all that you do today. Hey, guys. So glad you were here with us today. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And you can find more resources from Blended Kingdom Families at BlendedKingdomFamilies.com. Join us again next time as we hang out with more amazing podcast guests. And remember, nothing will be impossible with God.